This is Rivers to Resilience. The podcast where we educate, inspire, motivate and transform you and your teams on your journey to emotional resilience. We hear stories and advice from leaders and experts, allowing you to harness their wisdom with transformational, evidence-based strategies to building emotional resilience. Join accredited cognitive behavioural psychotherapist and author Martina Witter as she deep dives into all aspects of resilience building, whilst also helping you to crush stress and improve and retain your performance, productivity and profits. That's here on Rivers to Resilience. Welcome to Rivers to Resilience podcast. I'm so excited to introduce today's guest. We have Charmaine Connors, who is an education and skills manager with Sharp Futures, a board member of Sick Festival, and also the enterprise advisor for UTC Media City. What I'm going to do is just hand it over to Charmaine now for us to share a little bit more about herself with you. Hi, Martina. Thanks so much for, uh, for having me as a guest. So pleased that we're finally sitting down to do this. Obviously, you know, it's been on the on the cards for a while. So Yes, it has. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, really, really happy to, to be here this afternoon with you. And um, and thanks for the introduction. I yeah, all of that. And obviously, I um, as a lot of people know, I have a 13-year-old boy. Uh, so I'm also a mom and um I also work with a group of amazing women as well on the educational group over at GM4 Women um, 2028 as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I wear a few hats. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, fantastic. And we want to learn a little bit more about that, I guess, in today's episode on how you used resilience to navigate throughout your career and your life and being a a mum as well that resilience will have had a, a role in that. So what I want you to do and just share with us and, and the audience is how for, for you, how would you describe resilience? What, what does resilience mean to you? Because it's like a buzzword and mm-hmm. sometimes I think it can be misconstrued and it can be overused. So it'd be good to hear yeah, from yourself in terms of what what, what is resilience all about? Yeah, I, I guess for me, it's uh, it's it's, it's a skill, definitely a skill. And uh, mm-hmm. it's something that I feel comes in different forms, definitely played a massive part of uh, of my story. And there are a lot of parts to that story and some I've shared and some I'll kind of share with you today mm-hmm. um, in, an, in an attempt to obviously let people know a little bit more about who I am, but also to hopefully um, make somebody else feel seen or heard. So that's always good. Mm-hmm. You know, the power of story. Yeah. Something that sticks with me. Uh, was a while back actually it was around about seven years ago now and I was going through a um, really tough time there was a few things going on um, externally that I was dealing with mm-hmm. um, that was affecting me t- internally um, but I was also going through a major uh, financial crisis and I remember being on the phone to my cousin one day who was a, a great support to me going through that at that time of my life and uh I was, uh, you know, kind of just um, having an emotional chat with her about what was going through at the time. And she said to me, you know, God won't give you more than you can handle. And I remember just kind of bursting out crying and saying, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to struggle anymore. You know, I, I, I don't want to 
feel like this anymore. I don't want to go through this anymore. There was just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So at that time, um, to be honest, res- resilience, being well, being resilient um, just meant for me keeping my head on because mm-hmm. I was uh, I was really going through it. Um, the the mental bandwidth was stretched to capacity and uh, I um, I was just kind of trying to keep my head above water. So at, at that time, I feel like um, it, it was trying to obviously mentally cope with what I was going through, trying to uh, adapt to the situation that I that I was in. Uh, so, so yeah, it, it, it has shown up in my life as, as kind of men- mentally coping with things, but also it's, it, you know, I've utilized the skill in other ways as well. And I've spoke about this on LinkedIn a little bit, um, not so long ago. And at a certain point of my life, it's meant for me to kind of just be self-aware enough to know that I need to stop rather than push forward, keep pushing forward, mm-hmm. keep adapting, keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, you know, it's great if, if, if you've got that bounce back ability and you can keep going. But I think at some point, and I've definitely experienced this, it, it can mean um, just knowing when to take a break, you know, mm-hmm. collect yourself, um, you know, kind of rejuvenate, re-energize, get back to where you need to be. And, and it's kind of like stopping to keep to keep going. Um, so it's it's a skill, you know. It's a, it's a soft skill, and like with other soft skills, it I feel it comes with um, it's like a muscle that you develop kind mm-hmm. of over time and through experiences, uh, through practice. Um, like I say, like other other soft skills, and I don't know if everybody would agree, but I th- kind of see some similarities with resilience with in resilience with um, project management, mm-hmm. and because um, I think that. Project management is one of those things that as you become more experienced, you know, a good experienced project manager, um, they have processes and tools and skills that they kind of pull out to be able to adapt to different projects, you know, no mm-hmm. project is the same. And it's the same with life, really. Life will throw things at you and not every circumstance is going to be the same. Mm. Some unfortunate events are more higher on the scale um, than, than others. And, you know, I think with experience, with life experience and kind of going through uh, events that that you uh, that you need to exercise resilience with, you become a little bit more wise, mm-hmm. and you're able to use the skill a bit more fluently, mm-hmm. um, and know what processes and tools and kind of skills that you need to to use to adapt. Um, some are obviously um, some projects are moving beasts, and shout mm-hmm. out to <laughs> Ruby Wood yeah. for the phrase because that's kind of uh, <laughs> <stuck> with me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, some life, some life situations are moving beasts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I see it as a, as a skill and, and kind of like something you develop and mm-hmm. um, you're able to utilize better uh, as, as, as you go on, as you use it more and more. Not that it makes life situations um, any easier, mm-hmm. but I think you just get better at dealing with them. Yeah. And I agree with that because it kind of highlights the role of your mindset and perception of challenges and um, situations. And when you were also sharing about there was a time in your life where you were just keeping your head above the water and you were being resilient, it make, brings me back to now what we're all facing, this cost of living crisis. And that is the reality for so many people. And we're all in this storm together, but we're in different boats and it has an impact us, on us um, Absolutely. in different ways. And that is why 
I do what I do. I mean, I love to help people and I acknowledge and recognize that different people learn in different ways. Some people might want to read a book and learn about resilience. Someone might want to listen to a a podcast. Um, We're all so different and storytelling is so powerful to enable people to connect with other individuals in that journey. And it just gives you, it gives you hope. And yeah, you also shared about that self-awareness and that's the first um, river in our rivers to resilience. So that was music to my ears when, when I heard you share about that. And I'd love to learn a little bit more about, I guess, maybe your journey of self-awareness because that links with emotional intelligence and success and I guess how individuals can navigate through challenges and I think about times in my life in the workplace or in business when I've come across like individuals who have lacked self-awareness and yeah it's just a bit of a disaster isn't it yes (laughs) so so I think it's really important for us to not take that skill for granted because I would say I'm naturally self-aware I'm probably too self-aware at times (laughs) analyzing everything and sometimes seeing things that are not even there but then there's others who are on the other end of the spectrum who just come into a room and just you know create chaos or don't acknowledge that someone is distressed (laughs) yes so self-awareness is key otherwise you're not going anywhere (laughs) you're not going to be able to build that that um that resilience muscle so I'd love to kind of hear from you in terms of the the role I mean you shared a little bit about the role that it that it has played in your life so personally and you've not really shared professionally but yeah I don't know if there's anything you want to share maybe about the the professional side and then we can move on to think about how resilience has affected your performance and productivity because for those um, business leaders who are listening there is a strong business case for building resilience in terms of organizational robustness performance productivity and employee engagement so maybe kind of touching upon those areas as well yeah absolutely I yeah massively important being self-aware um you know just just for your own kind of personal development and growth um Mm -hmm. and uh and and connecting with yourself Mm -hmm. uh I think that's been massive for me I guess there's kind of two two journeys let's say that that stick out to me and like I said I've wrote about this on LinkedIn uh, about when I was in university and at the time I was uh I had a young child he was he was about four or five when I first went in mm-hmm. and I think well just to point out that I'm very aware of my own kind of personality and uh and my traits and the kind of ambitious streak that I have as well mm-hmm. and I always say I love a challenge um and I I've realized that I I kind of do push towards I never choose the easy path, put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always kind of go for the for the big challenge. Yeah. And that's what that's what I do know about myself. And I, I kind of do um put myself in those in those positions. And so um resilience has played obviously a massive part um in in, in my journey. Um a lot a lot of the time professionally because of that. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> but when I went to university, obviously I was, uh, as I said, I was a mum to a young child which which has its its pressures you know juggling being a being a mum and at the time I was um the primary caregiver I was kind of doing a lot of the uh parenting mm-hmm. and um you know 
finance finances are an aspect when you're a student obviously I wasn't working I was in full-time study um so kind of just managing all of that and then um you know the the massive workload that I had as well and at the time when I was going for university it was um I mean the first year was great I you know kind of got into it quite quite seamlessly but I was uh, naturally picking up uh, the learnings and I, I was doing really well I was, was getting you know on the road to a first class degree mm-hmm. that's fantastic yeah uh things were going great yeah I uh I you know like I say I was juggling I was tired a lot of the time but I was really enjoying it so mm-hmm. so really important to do what you love yeah um and that's why I you know do do feel passionate about that but in year two and year three um I went through uh, a number of things I lost my auntie uh, really suddenly um and she right. was oh sorry to hear that uh, thank you it was um it was really hard it, it was hard on the whole family uh, obviously mm. um, but it it did it did hit me hard she was you know she was my friend as well as my auntie right um, and and yeah so that that kind of really took its toll and then not so long after that within weeks to be honest we lost my granddad as well to uh, liver cancer and um within a couple of weeks of his diagnosis he was he had passed away so we had to kind of you know bury my auntie and then bury my granddad mm. long after so it, it hit the family really really hard um so that was a really bad time for us and that was in my second year mm-hmm. of uni so obviously that was impacting my studies and um I was trying to kind of cope with that and, and be show up for my son, be present for my son mm. and show up for studies. And so after that, I thought, okay, let me get back on track. And then um, I went through a breakup of a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bit of a messy breakup. And um, and then within kind of the, the, the final year, I uh, had to move house really, really quickly because my landlord sold the house. And I also um, went through a court case as well. Oh gosh, uh, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a lot. It was it was a lot going on during the court case. I had to go and kind of be called as, as a witness. And I don't know if anybody listening has been through that process, but it's uh, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know it's something that I wouldn't uh, wouldn't wish on anybody. But I uh, I dragged myself through it and mm-hmm. I got my justice and uh, I won my case. Um, good for you. That's that's good to hear in the midst of all of that kind of trauma, loss and grief. That's yeah. good that there's a positive outcome for some yeah. aspects of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was. And um, and obviously I'm glad that I glad that I did it, even though it was a you know, it was just horrible experience, really. Mm. But all of that happened within short succession. And it it got to the point where I was in my final year, my I was basically failing my final year and at that point I had to make a decision um and it was a hard decision but I I just knew that I needed a break I needed a time out you know um I was kind of mentally beat down I was exhausted to be honest Martina I had to had to take the time out so I was aware of how I was feeling and because I'd kind of been through situations before where, where I'd felt mentally drained, mentally mm. exhausted. Um, I I knew that it was the right decision for me. And it was the right decision. I was able to um, go back when I was feeling more emotionally and mentally leveled out mm-hmm. and pick up my studies again and do my final year again. Um, 
and graduate in 2018, mm-hmm. which was a really proud moment for me because it was, um, you know, it was everything that I wanted. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a victory amongst all of the, like you say, the trauma and emotional mm-hmm. uh, stress. So, yeah. What a journey. What a journey of, of resilience. And it sounds like, I guess, a large part of, of, of your life has required you to be resilient. There's been a lot of losses, change, challenges, stresses, but it sounds like throughout all of those experiences that you were able to find advantage in adversity. And I guess within that that, that journey, I just wonder whether there was... Um, yeah, what your learning was during that journey, because with during with um resilience, I guess one aspect of it is about your mindset. And in the midst of the storm or the challenge, trying to to find something positive, you know, every um cloud has got a silver lining. So I'm just wondering whether any, yeah, any kind of takeaways or learnings that you gained through that process. I, I think what stuck out for me in 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 that journey, and also in kind of building up my professional career and uh, going into tech and uh, and breaking through in that way as well, is that mm-hmm. it's really important to have something to work towards, because mm-hmm. it's so important that when you're going through adversity or going through a particular difficult time that you can hang your hat on something in terms of being optimistic and staying optimistic. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's kind of like a light. It's your light. It was my light. Yeah. Sorry, at the end of of that dark tunnel, mm-hmm. and university was that for me. Mm. And um, you know, there's been situations that I've been through after that. Um, and it was it was work. It was um, kind of building my career and and, and getting back into work and and everything like that. Um, that was my optimism. You know. Mm-hmm. And I would always look towards that because I've always been uh, really ambitious. I've always been a a go-getter. I've always been a high achiever. And that for me has kind of been my my saving grace, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's kept me sane sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's really important that everybody has something to work towards, something that is for them, that is their Mm -hmm. own that they are passionate about. Um, I come from a poor background, and you know, disadvantaged community. And um, I think with all of the circumstances that you might find yourself in as somebody from a poor background, because I've lived it, I've breathed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important to have that something that you can work towards and, um, and keep your optimism. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, it's something that you can use to um, to get out of the struggle. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's great. So it sounds like, I guess, for you, looking beyond your current circumstances and, and situation and, and knowing that, I guess, it it wasn't going to um, remain that way. It was going to change. And it kind of speaks about the importance of, of having goals and purpose yeah. when you were speaking that that's what was kind of ringing you know within within my mind about goals purpose and then also you'd mentioned that you're ambitious and a high achiever so knowing yourself and also 
understanding what are your values because if you if you don't know what's important to you then it, that can have an impact on your decision making and you can stagnate but for you it sounds like although there were some challenges and setbacks you knew that you're you're ambitious and high achiever and that allowed you to make the decision to to postpone temporarily your studies your degree but it sounds like at the time you knew that you were going to to um return that was like a non-negotiable for you because I think there could be others well there are other people who have like postponed uni and not gone back to it yeah I think that's um fantastic for you to share that you were able to in the midst of that probably really difficult challenging precarious talent you made that decision and you did return and, and and graduated and yeah I guess in terms of the listeners, I just want to say for those who are listening, you might be in a situation where you feel like you, you don't know what the outcome is, is going to be, but, but it's really important just to stay focused, stay grounded and stay connected to your goals and be true um, to yourself because sometimes those around you can influence you and that can hijack your resilience and prevent you from pursuing what, what is important to you. And that is why social network and support and community is really critical in building resilience as well, learning from others. And just wondering whether, do you have like any role models or individuals that you would say would personify resilience and they helped you to navigate through difficult times? Yeah, there there was, there are a couple of people actually that, um, that really helped me um, Mm -hmm. during, um, during the last three years, actually, because Mm. when I was, um, when I was trying to break through into software development, like I say, I uh, didn't know anything about coding. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, cho- chose the uh, chose the hardest thing that I could, mm. obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do love, love it. <laughs> but um, th- so that was that was a really steep learning curve. And, um, you know, had my growth mindset cap on all mm. the time. But I was uh, I was going through some things um, personally as well. And so mm-hmm. I was showing up to work and, um, you know, nobody would really know it. But I was uh, I was going through uh, a, a bit of a bad time mm-hmm. um, with uh, with the relationship that I was in at the time. Mm-hmm. And there was two people that I spoke to um, and just opened up to and was, mm. you know, it was really good for me to um, to be able to share, obviously, mm-hmm. but, um, also to to have a little bit of support professionally. Mm. Um, so that really helped me. And, um, and, and that helps me to kind of look in to myself again, um, self-affirm, reaffirm mm-hmm. and, um, and help me to kind of navigate that, that storm that I was going through at the time. But what also helped me as well, um, as I've been kind of growing my network and um, developing my skills and, and, and advancing my career, um, over the last say two to three years is connecting with people mm. um, connecting with um, people maybe you know doing mentoring I've done community work and uh, helped other people uh, where I can with their career mm-hmm. um, when I was in Talk Talk I was working on the BAME network and mm-hmm. um, kind of doing some side of desk work in there as well and building up a really great network that I've that, that I've got now and I continue to grow and building relationships, mm-hmm. connecting with people as being kind of like a healing process. Mm-hmm. I'm really empathetic. I'm I'm a giver. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a large part of my purpose is to help people. 
Mm. Um, and so as I've been getting back to myself after, you know, after going through um, certain situations and kind mm-hmm. of building myself up inside. So I've been through a journey of self-love and self-acceptance uh, mm-hmm. as, as well and um, connecting with people and engaging in my purpose. Um, mm-hmm. Like you say, staying true to myself has helped me uh, to heal from some things, but yeah. also helps me to reconnect with myself, mm-hmm. uh, realign with yeah. uh, with my purpose mm-hmm. and um and learn more about myself and who I am and mm. what my purpose is. Mm-hmm. Um so that that's been uh therapeutic to be honest. Mm-hmm. No yeah. that that's that's powerful and we all need to do that because sometimes life can just get so busy. There's so many you know demands that are placed on you I know your your mum maybe your son and relationships work colleagues and sometimes we just we can overlook our own own needs but we we just sometimes we just need to stop and that is resilience knowing having boundaries and knowing when to say no it's okay to say no and acknowledging that actually you need some time because the reality is you can't pour from from an empty cup Exactly. So you've got to pull, you've got to fill yourself up. I've got some water. You've got to fill yourself up. Um, you've got to look after yourself. You've got to look after yourself. Managers, you've got to look after yourself. If you want, if you've got to, if you, not if you're trying to, if you are supporting your team, you need to have something to give. So you've got to take time out for yourself yeah. to grow and develop. And otherwise, sometimes I think when you, you are so, when your head is just full and you're overwhelmed, that can prevent you from being self-aware as well because you haven't got that capacity and your battery is just, yeah, just very low. Yeah. So absolutely. recharging the battery is key. And I love what, what you said about just kind of getting to know yourself and that healing process and journey. And I guess it speaks about that internal work that, that, that's got to take place Yeah. as yeah. well and, and vulnerability to actually go there and do the internal <laughs> So I say that as a therapist who helps individuals, but I just say it on a human level. You know, I, I'm a therapist, but I've got I've got to do the work and I do the work yeah. in order that I can bring my the best version of myself into the therapy space or into the training space or speech sure. space, whatever it may be. So it's a journey, isn't it? And we, we've got to... It is. We've got to, we've, we've got to decide to... We've got to be willing to go on the journey. It yeah. just makes me think about if you're traveling abroad or just journey to work, whatever it might be, you've got to plan, haven't you? You've got to it doesn't be strategic. It doesn't just happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um the the work is uh is is hard mm-hmm. and it's it's not appealing all of the time. Um mm-hmm. there's a lot of pain involved, and I think that's where um kind of you know it's very easy to resist doing Mm. the work but I think Mm -hmm. you look you learn from the pain you don't learn from the good times you learn through the pain yes Um, oh I hear that yeah (laughs) in the in the midst of it you 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 can't see and you don't want to learn but yeah you've hit the nail on the head there You come out the other side and you yeah. realize actually, yeah, that that was worth doing, although it hurt like heck. But mm-hmm. it's um it, it it's a process that uh 
you know, it's, it's difficult, but it's, um, it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. It's so, so worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really important to, uh, to do the work. And, and to be honest, I don't think that for me personally, the work never really stops. It doesn't really end. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always learning about myself. I'm always trying to develop personally, mm-hmm. um, get to know myself more, um, so that I can be the best version of myself for work, for, um, my son, for my partner, for, you know, my family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's great. I've come a long way, but mm-hmm. I've still got work to do. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything else that you want to share in terms of the role that resilience has played in the success of your professional or personal life? I think growth mindset has been really important for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've taken on quite a few new challenges mm-hmm. in the last few years. Um, as I said, I, I went into, um, software dev and, and, and that is such a steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way I entered tech was through an apprenticeship, through a boot camp, mm-hmm. And that is a, a much more condensed, more immersive, more, um, intense way of, of coming into the industry than, mm-hmm through a degree mm-hmm. um so taking something that is is quite a slow learning process and having to learn it really really quickly is hard um mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's learned languages even verbal languages mm-hmm. um in your mid-30s let's say it's it's really hard so learning computer languages is, is kind of you know on par with that mm-hmm. um so I I cried a lot going into tech mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, there were days when I thought this just isn't I'm not getting it it's, it's not working but I really but wanted what it. made what made you pursue it though I, I'm really curious the fact that you said it sounded like it was really challenging yeah but you still there was something in internally that was driving you to stay committed to it yeah it was fascinating to me it was mm-hmm. fascinating to me um when I kind of first picked it up um I, I just found it I found it really it, it was so just so different from anything I'd ever done mm-hmm. and it was uh, something that I'd perceived previously as being something that was out of my reach intellectually I guess or right um you know I, I I thought it wasn't for me it's not it's not something that you know um a person like me would be able to pick up and kind of run with mm-hmm. um but then when I looked at it and I was just kind of fascinated it, it, I was like a moth to a flame kind of mm-hmm. thing um I I enjoyed the challenge. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, I loved the challenge. It was new. It was uh, it, it it was solving problems as well. Mm-hmm. And I like to solve problems. I'm I'm, I'm a problem solver. I think, mm-hmm. um, and I've solved a variety of problems. But I think this was a new problem to solve. And uh, yeah, it was just interesting. I actually found coding off the back of kind of coming out of uni and trying to start a business, which uh, which I failed. But I'm glad that I did it. Um, mm-hmm. No regrets. No regrets there. Uh, yeah, it was just fascinating to me. And the more I got to know about it, and the more problems I got to solve through learning more concepts, um, mm-hmm. the more I liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, was, uh, okay. it was something that really interested me. Yeah, um, it, it it was hard though. So growth mindset, I think, has been big for me. Mm-hmm. Public speaking as well. Um, yeah, putting myself out of my comfort zone trusting uh trusting myself lots of emotional regulation lots mm-hmm. of management yeah because, you know going th- going from being 
really nervous about speaking in front of two or three people mm-hmm. to go and speaking in uh, in front of 50, 80, 100 plus mm-hmm. people. It's uh, it's a leap and yeah. uh, it's uh, it, it's it's something that rattled me at first. But I think um, just practice and uh, just put, pushing myself out of my comfort zone and, and mm-hmm. just affirming, always affirming. Yeah. Yeah, resilience has played a massive part in my career and it still does. Yeah, it continues to, uh, mm-hmm. to okay. do Okay, so. well, that's great. So I was going to ask you about the Rivers to Resilience model and which of the seven Rivers to Resilience have been most instrumental in building your yeah, mental toughness, <laughs> resilience. And you've just, you'd mentioned a few of them as we were out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking, so I don't know whether that is the answer, but I'll, I will still throw it out there. Whether, you know, when you, when you looked at the, the, the um, model, are there any aspects of it that kind of resonated with yourself, really, in terms of navigating through challenging times or I say bouncing back, I don't like that term, bouncing back, bouncing forward, bouncing upwards, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> bouncing upwards, I do like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think when I looked at the model, I made a beeline for um, emotional awareness and regulation, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. That's been that's just been massive for me, both professionally and personally. Mm. And, you know, Kind of taking out the uh, the the bigger more the, the the more challenging um times that I've been through and some that I've touched on today, just kind of navigating life, mm-hmm. you know, on a day to day, week to week basis, yeah. and juggling. Um, we've all got responsibilities, um, and sometimes you know it's it sometimes things get get really really busy and can get stressful and uh, mm. just, just life, just navigating through life generally. I think. Uh, you know, being aware of your emotions and uh, and, and being able to regulate them um, in work, at home, in relationships, whatever mm-hmm. those relationships might be, mm-hmm. is is major for, yeah. for having a healthy, successful life in general. You know, mm, yeah. And I guess when you you think when you or when we think about emotional regulation, what what comes to mind is it's kind of linked with the self awareness as well and being able to understand yourself and actually identify how are you feeling emotionally and to do that we've got to we've just got to give ourselves time and just even if it's on a practical level of you're in the office and it's busy sometimes it might just be hopping into the toilet not even getting to the toilet sitting down there for five minutes and just stopping and thinking what's going on like you know what why am I responding in this way yeah Absolutely, absolutely right. Yeah, um, I think what comes to mind is something, and it probably ties to something else um, that we we touched on as well um, about what would I kind of tell my younger self. And I yeah. think it would be that it's so important to kind of master yourself. And and when I say that, what I mean is to learn about yourself, where you've come from, any any kind mm-hmm. of trauma that you mm. might be dealing with, why you behave, your own psychology, mm. why you behave certain ways, um, what triggers you, um, kind of all of these things that make you you and um, and and how you come, come across to people. Mm-hmm. It's really important to, to learn as much about that as you can. So that's what comes to mind because I think that um, with everything, self-awareness is, is key. It, it might be just something 
like the way you respond to a situation or to mm. one person. Mm-hmm. Um, is my ego engaged right now? Mm. Do I need to take a step back and just check myself for a minute? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of how, how do I deal with uh, this situation? Do I, uh, you know, do I need to compromise? Do I need to kind of put up a boundary? Do I mm. need to call somebody out? It's, it, it's all of that kind of, you know, bringing, bringing yourself back to the center and asking yourself, like you said, nail on the head, what is going on right now? Mm. Why do I feel like this? And just being really, really honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's easy to say, but it's really hard to do. Mm. And that I just- totally agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. You've got to be, it requires humility, doesn't it? And yes. you don't know until you ask yourself that question you don't know what the response is going to be and you, you can be quite surprised right. by the response it's like oh we've got what's going on mm-hmm. and then and then you've got to do a bit more work and yeah. I would say that's why some people don't do the work don't ask those questions and avoid because it can evoke anxiety yeah as as well so just kind of I'm linking that in with the the resilience kind of aspect as well because if someone is struggling with maybe anxiety or their mood it can also be be linked with low levels of resilience as well so yeah yeah facing these challenges doing the work mastering yourself as as you described it helps to build resilience and also protect your mental health and well-being which is which is is critical and has been extremely, yeah, it's been extremely important in the past couple of years with COVID and everything, just everything. The wars, there's just a lot going on in life globally. And it requires a lot more from all of us in terms of using those resilience muscles, being adaptable, living in this VUCA world. There's just so much change, unpredictability remote working in the office everything everything is just (laughs) definitely yeah Yeah. massive changes massive changes um yeah so yeah being able to flex and adapt and um I know what's what's needed for for yourself at the time looking after yourself um yeah because you as you say um you know you you need a full cup Mm -hmm. before you can um give to other people so yes yeah mental health should be uh really high on the list mm-hmm. so we're coming to the end but before we end I mean you've already shared in terms of what you would say to you you what what would you, you would want younger self to know that they need to master themselves and understand the triggers but are there any kind anything um any final words you want to share in terms of resilience your journey or with, with, with the um yeah with our audience and community I think my journey hasn't been an easy one um and I know there's a lot of people out there that I've uh, I've kind of not had you know a, an easy journey either and uh I've had to fight for a lot of things mm. um but I feel like honestly uh, everything that I've, I've kind of experienced has brought me to where I am now mm. uh, I feel like this is um some of that is how I found my purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that everything that I've been through has equipped me with everything that I need um, to be able to move forward and push forward. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'd really change much, to be honest. 
still got a lot of uh, a lot of work to do. Yes, I've got some work on myself to do, but I've got a lot of work out there in the world to do. So I'm just really looking forward to the future. Yeah, no, fantastic. And how can people connect with you? Uh, so I'm on LinkedIn, um, mm-hmm. Charmaine Connors. Um, I'm quite active on there. Uh, so yeah, do connect with me um, and send me a message if uh, if if you feel like you've. Um, enjoyed the podcast and uh, there's anything in there that's relatable um it's always good to chat it's always good to meet new connections and uh you know um I'm always open my door's always open so yeah yeah no fantastic it's been great having you as a guest today sharing lots of nuggets around resilience and your journey um so thank you so much thanks again for listening to another episode of rivers to resilience to keep up to date connect with us online at www.rafatherapyservices.com and on all social media platforms. It's your time to be revived, restored and refocused.